Break Bulk Americas is an international trade show and exposition where stakeholders from all over the world gather to network and share best practices for the movement of Break Bulk and Project Cargos. Stick around, because in this episode of Beyond the Road, we're coming to you live from the George R. Brown Convention Center, located in Houston, Texas, the host of the 33rd annual Break Bulk Americas Trade Show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast where we talk all things transportation and logistics. Joining me today is a customer service and sales manager with ATS International, Carl Verdon. We are live from Break Bulk Americas 2022 from Houston, Texas, booth F25 for those of you who are attending the show or are interested to learn more about ATS and all of our Break Bulk project cargo service offerings. Carl, thanks for joining me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Eli. Good to be here. Good to be here. Um, definitely so far, it's been a good turnout. It's good foot traffic that we've seen now, kind of, I guess you call it after COVID. So it's good to see people back on the floor talking, projects uh, happening. So it's definitely good to see. What draws ATS to a place like Breakbulk, a conference like Breakbulk? Yeah, uh, on the international side, if you look at the, you know, the lower 48 or even North America, if you think Houston, you think the break bulk mecca of North America. A lot of the big pieces of cargo, oversized, heavy lift stuff, a lot of that comes into this Gulf area. Uh, Houston being one of them, um, New Orleans, Galveston, Freeport, uh, you know, th- that's a major port location. Right, and this, this conference goes back and forth seemingly every year or every other year between it, Houston? It used to go back and forth to Houston, but the last five years, six years, I want to say, has been uh, it's been predominantly uh, Houston, given who kind of puts on this trade show, Break Bulk, uh, yeah. in general, has kind of made their home now here in Houston. So. Yeah. And then what services does ATS, as a company, just specifically provide related to Break Bulk? I know we've got uh, a number of different representatives here from the company, right? Yep. International, specialized, and... Our brokerage ATS. Correct, correct. So what we bring to to this conference is is you know ATS International is is on the global footprint. So we help out carriers, shippers, consignees move their oversized non-containerized mm-hmm. cargo globally, whether that's importing or exporting out of the U.S. And this is one of the major ports that we drive this cargo to and from. Let's talk a little bit about brake bulk transportation. You are the expert in brake bulk transportation. <laughs> uh, you've been with ATS International now for what, almost 15 years? Almost 15 years. It, it, it's been a wild ride. Uh, a lot of growth over the last 15 years uh, that, that I've seen within the company and especially on ATS International. We used to be uh, kind of predominantly in the U.S. offshore trade lanes but we have kind of blossomed into this company, this forwarder that is able to, to provide you know, excellent service and knowledge and expertise get with, through our people, uh, with their knowledge and being able to, to, to handle these large projects. Right. Let's talk about how we've seen how you and your experience, um, you know, as someone who's working in this industry for a long time, has seen break bulk kind of shift, change. What forces have been acting on the break bulk industry over the past decade or so? Yeah, certainly. And that's a good point, especially the last decade. That's been a key point, especially in my 
career yeah. is you know what we've seen is is there's been a lot of vessel carrier mergers um, you know people get and buy out they want to make alliances so there's you know fewer companies there's still roughly about the same amount of vessels you know give or take you know uh, things that have to come out of service the crazy thing is is cargo doesn't get smaller cargo is getting bigger uh, it, you know especially in America yeah. you know bigger is always better and so trying to adapt to uh, the new things within the service of what these manufacturers are trying to to achieve and and how we can maximize their cargo transportation is sure. has been a fun fun thing to to look at right and what what does that adaptation look like on, on your side you say like okay uh, products are getting bigger cargo is getting bigger brake yep. is changing in the fact that everything is getting larger yep um, where it was already pretty large what kind of things are you doing as a transportation provider what are those adaptations yeah um, when we get these big projects you know we kind of take a call uh, consultative approach with, with our clients as much as possible you know the relationship you know really planning with them you know that pre-planning getting them to understand of how their cargo is going to move and working with them of you know how should their cargo move you know there's so many options we can look at of moving brake belt cargo of lifting it wise by maybe it's static on a mafi trailer uh, people don't think of brake bulk sometimes as putting cargo on a mafi trailer on a row row barge but that is also classified as brake bulk cargo and that's how a lot of stuff moves brake bulk right yeah and that yeah we've done a podcast previously on row row so i'll link to that in the show notes for sure but yeah that is that is definitely something being able to pivot working with a provider that has the expertise in-house and experience to kind of okay take your situation take your product and and you know formulate a transport concept right as you like to say exactly can you explain that to me transport concept? yeah a transport transport concept it all comes down to so we get a request from a client and they kind of give us the scope of work and we kind of have to look at that scope of work review it understand what they're trying to want us to accomplish uh, for their cargo transportation and then we start making the the pre-planning of you know the port pairs you know that's the first thing is is you know the cargo's at a certain origin you know what port pair do we want to meet that up with for export or import and then when it gets to the to that to that import to a foreign country if be you know what is that port pair there you know look at the ocean carriers you know who service has liner services for specific port pairs for your final destination are we looking for quick transit do we have to go through you know do we have to use river during the US do we have to use the Great Lakes uh, there's a lot of different variables building a transportation concept to put a full proposal to our clients in the end. Right. That's Yeah, that seems like a lot of things to consider. And as a company that's shipping brake bulk products, what are my options? Like, is working with a freight forwarder my only option? No, it, it definitely isn't. There is other means of trying to do it yourself, but you're piecemealing everything together. Um, you're going to have to work with the trucking company. You have to work with the vessel carrier. You have to work with the port. You have to work with the stevedores, and then on the back end, the same thing for you know that foreign country. Utilizing all those variables, and it, you could piecemeal it together. But working with the freight forwarder, they have those relationships. They have the experience and worked with projects with these vendors in the past. And we can kind of put it all in one package. You have a single kind of point of contact for the whole duration of your project. And that usually puts a lot of, uh, you know, ease to the mind for, for clients. Yeah. And when you're planning out this transport concept, you are, as you kind of described, you're, you're arranging its transport from its origin to its destination. Do you take care of things like customs clearance? and? We can, yes, yeah, certainly. If that's what they want in our scope, depending on the Incoterm, 
of the cargo movement. That will really tell of you know how we need to provide the transportation concept. But yeah, uh, everything we can handle from insurance to customs, uh, to customs clearances, to rigging if needed, we can add the, the full scope. Let's talk about rates, prices, yes. pricing. How have we seen pricing kind of change, adjust in the past year or so? I know that yeah. you know uh, domestically we've seen a lot of prices going up, prices going up, prices going up, and then a pretty drastic fall off in recent history, especially in the van market, open deck market and stuff. What yeah. about internationally? What's so it? it's definitely increased, just like the, like the domestic trucking here in the U.S. Right now, currently, there's not much. It's kind of been stable. There hasn't been much of a duration of change in regards to increase or decrease right now. Uh, fuel's kind of staying steady uh, currently right now. Um, but the capacity that vessel carriers have right now, because there's so much projects, there's so much cargo that's still sitting at the port because of labor shortages, vessel shortages during that pandemic, where they're still backlogged at the ports and the ports are trying to do their best to get that cargo out. So a lot of the cargo is um, already on those vessels. Those vessels are at capacity. So we're, you're still paying a premium price to get a spot on that vessel. As a shipper, what, what given all these things that are happening in the, in the markets, the labor shortages, COVID shutdowns, right? Kind of congesting supply chains. What does it take to successfully move brake bulk products today? What are those What are those things that I can do as a shipper to control? What can I control? You know, my big thing is is the, the pre-plan. The, as much time of notice you can give for us to, to, to make contact with those different transportation providers, whether that's the stevedores, the trucking companies, the vessel carriers, we can start planning out for them in regards to this cargo's moving, this is when it's going to arrive. So we have no issues or backlogs when we get to a port or when we get onto the vessel or anything like that. So I, for projects and brake bulk, pre-planning is an utmost you know, important factor. What about selecting a provider? What about selecting a, a freight forwarder or someone that you, that's going to route your freight for you internationally? I can imagine that that can be something that's really daunting for a company that's making the decisions. The person who's in that seat and is a decision maker on who we're going to use to help us move this massive, this, it's a massive investment, right? Correct. It yeah. can be. Very so what should I be thinking about as a logistics manager or someone in that position when yeah. choosing a freight forwarder? Big thing is, is the knowledge and experience that that freight forwarder has done in the past. You know, what projects have they handled? What relationships do they have with the vendors? Um, you know, ask those questions. Do they have those relationships with, you know, the ocean carriers, the ports, the stevedores? You know, ask them, you know, potentially of who their blue chip customers are. Um, just to get a feel of, you know, is this the right provider for me? Um, do they handle this type of stuff? Or are they more of a containerized project carrier that, that handles, you know, mostly flat racks and containers uh, compared to brake bulk cargos? See any common mistakes? Any mis common mistakes that uh, your customers are making or shippers are making throughout their process, their brake bulk process? Yeah, sometimes not getting the information in a timely manner. Yeah. Uh, we, we try and, you know, be upfront and, you know, ask all those questions and make sure we get our documentation. I mean, that's one of the biggest things is, is documentation. Yeah. Um, that's huge because if you don't have that, that can hold up the whole transportation concept. So we want to make sure that happens. Uh, also making sure we get all the correct information. We've had that happen before where, you know, things might be incorrect on the dimensions, the weights, and then we got holdups, you know, potentially on domestic trucking where cargo might be larger than what it is, and so we have to reapply for permits. When it gets to the port, you know, we have to use a different means of picking up that cargo on a geared vessel. Just, you know, making sure we get the correct information, and when 
you know, we're we're a solution-driven provider. We understand that things are going to change, and we adapt to those changes. But we just, you know, the big thing is, is when things change, let us know, pre-plan that, so we can make sure that it's effortless when you kind of hand it over to us. Anything else about Break Bulk? Anything you want people to know about Break Bulk shipping? You know, I think we covered it, especially, you know, at a high level, gave a good overview of what's going on here. But. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Maybe go back to, uh, you know, what's been challenging kind of within that market. And, and I really want to make a big shout out to, you know, the ports and the stevedores. Yeah. Um, we see it on national TV all the time in regards to the, these, uh, you know, backlog vessels sitting in at anchor waiting for it to get in. And, yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of cargo moving in and out of the ports. The stevedores are working their butts off uh, trying to get the cargo, whether it's containerized or not, project cargoes, getting that stuff off. Um, you know, they're being accommodating to the drivers, you know, trying to, you know, just the Port of Houston, we were doing a project here a couple weeks ago, and, you know, just the Port of Houston at one terminal, they're doing over a 1,000 appointments of drivers a day. It's wow. it's just crazy to hear, and the ability that they're doing it safely is huge, too. Making sure cargo is safe, personnel is safe, um, especially with, you know, the labor shortages that, that we have due to kind of the COVID lockdowns, you know, 2019 to 2022, really, in all reality. Um, so... It's, it's a big shout-out to, to those ports, those stevedores, those ocean carriers. They're doing a great job. They're, it's getting a little better in, in regards to, you know, trying to, you know, handle this, the backlogs. Uh, it's trickling, but I can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel to a point. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's cool to see. Yeah. As a freight forwarder, do you feel like you have kind of a handle on, you know, okay, things are slowing down. This is how much time it's going to take to get through the ports on one end, through the port on the other end. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting, uh, definitely have a good handle on that as we talk with those ocean carriers and stevedores yeah. on, a, on a daily, weekly basis. There, there's still a lot of imbalance of uh, mafia trailers it, 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 be, oh, between sure. here and Europe and stuff like that. So again, those ocean carriers are getting a lot better at it. We still are trying to get that, uh, that imbalance out of the equation, but there's still some issues, uh, but we're all working at it, but you know, being, being a, an expert in the industry as a company uh, really paves the way for us to handle project cargos, like uh, breakball cargos. If I'm interested in learning more about international shipping with you and your team at uh, ATS International, where can I go? Where, where can I find you? How do you prefer to be contacted? Or? Yeah, certainly. Definitely reach out to us uh, on our website, atsinc.com. There is a spot uh, for contact us. And once you fill that form out, definitely uh, it'll get to someone within my team and uh, we'll give you a call or email as soon as possible and kind of talk you through uh, your questions. Yeah. And we've still got a few more hours left here at Break Bulk. So if you hear this podcast and you want to come check out F20, booth F25, please do. We'll be over here. I think we're having a happy hour or something at, uh, what is that, 4 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Come on by. You know, love to chat. Um, but whether that be you have a piece of cargo or just kind of what you're hearing in the industry, um, it, it's definitely good to network and you know be around the people that you work with on a on a monthly, weekly basis. Um, so yeah, stop on by, contact us. We're here to help with your, any of your cargo needs. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Carl. Awesome. Thanks, Eli. You have been listening to Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast produced by Anderson Trucking Service. If you like what you heard here today, make sure to follow along wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss our next episode, which we publish every week. 
For more information on break bulk shipping, I have linked an article in the show notes below which goes over what break bulk shipping is and how it's changing, especially as an industry this past decade. If you're looking to find out more about moving your brake bulk or project cargo with Anderson Trucking Service, whether it be with our ATS Specialized, ATS Logistics, or ATS International Divisions, I will put links to their services pages in the show notes below. Finally, thank you for sticking around. I hope to speak to you again soon on another episode of Beyond the Road, the transportation industry podcast.